Welcome to the Get Fit Babe podcast, a place where women can come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get physically fit, mentally fit, spiritually fit, nutritionally fit, and just start living the Get Fit Babe lifestyle with a fire in their soul. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a holistic health coach, fitness entrepreneur, real estate professional, and social media marketer who is right there with you figuring out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible, and I've met some pretty cool people along the way that I can't wait to introduce you to. From life coaches, fitness competitors, successful businessmen, acupuncturists, entrepreneurs, chiropractors, the list goes on. I have the most inspiring minds lined up to speak their truth. Let's do this. People. You limit yourself from the connection and the influence that you can have by relating to the flaws and the struggles of people who are just like you. Whether you're trying to run a business online or you're trying to create a solid friends group in a new city or a new position, it's so important to just be yourself, be real, be vulnerable, show your flaws, show your insecurities, and put yourself out there as wholly you instead of striving to fit in and representing yourself with this level of perfection when you try to be perfect it comes off as a few things that come to my mind it comes off as intimidating and honestly no one wants to work with or be friends with somebody they're intimidated by if I come across somebody online and I'm intimidated by their business and how they're presenting themselves and they just come off as if they're at a higher level than I am um, I don't, I don't want to work with them. I don't find that relatable at all. So consider that if you're trying to be perfect, are you being intimidating to the people you're trying to attract? And is that why there's resistance in attracting those people, whether it's friends or business? When you strive to be perfect, you are coming off as if you're better than everybody else. I follow this girl on Instagram and she's trying to grow her business, but every time she gets on her Insta stories or is on video, she comes off as if she's trying really, really hard and it almost comes off as an I'm better than you, I'm I'm perfect, her makeup always has to be great, her hair always has to be perfect, her clothes are always perfect, and her energy comes off as better than other people. And I can see that it's a level of insecurity and lack of confidence, but to people who are her people or would be her people, if she showed herself and her vulnerabilities, it comes off as if she's better than or intimidating. It can also come off as fake, which nobody wants to be around someone who's fake and has that vibe that's just completely wrong and completely off. Um, Your energy attracts your tribe, and when you're trying to be perfect, you're putting energy in the wrong place. So when you're striving for perfection, you're actually doing the opposite of what you want to do. It's holding you back from your purpose even more, making it really, really hard on yourself to accomplish anything. Ladies, I think this is one of the number one things that's holding us back, that's going to make us regret 
20, 30, 40 years from now, looking back, we need to just not give a flying beep about what other people think because we're going to regret it. We're going to miss out on so many opportunities, so many adventures, and we're only living this life once. If we continue to allow ourselves to resist what is meant for us because of lack of confidence, caring what other people think, and perfection, we're never going to pursue our purpose. We're never going to influence the people we're meant to influence or be friends with the people we're meant to be friends with. So I'm going to go over sort of what I did to stop caring what other people thought, how to overcome these insecurities and this lack of confidence. But I want to paint the picture for you of how I used to be. For as long as I can remember, I was the girl that tried to fit in. I felt like my friends in high school even were just a little bit cooler than me. Their families had a little bit more money than I did. They were better at sports than I was. And I was friends with everybody, but I felt kind of like I was always the second option. And so I was always striving to connect and be as cool and have, you know, the same shoes or the same shirt or just present myself in a way that wasn't completely in alignment with who I really was to try and be friends with people. Um, Going into college, I left everybody, my hometown behind and started fresh. And I was intimidated. I was super insecure. Um, It was scary leaving all my friends that I've been friends with for my entire life to start fresh. And I joined a sorority and going into that sorority, it was like people didn't talk to me for the first like week or two weeks. And after I started making friends, one of my friends told me like, yeah, um, people were intimidated by you. Like you came off as bitchy when in reality I was just super shy, super insecure and just trying too hard. From there, I ended up getting just so stuck in my own head. It was like I was suffocated by my own thoughts. I would walk into a room, just worry about if my zipper was down, what I was wearing, if my clothes were okay, if I had anything on my face, what people were thinking of me. I would project what was happening in my head onto other people, assuming that they just think and see me the way that I think and see me. So it was suffocating. And that was the point I was at when I decided to start an online health and fitness business, when I decided to start a multi-level marketing business um, back in 2000. I can't, I don't, I'm not good at like saying, oh, back in, you know, 2011. No idea what year it was. I was probably like mm, 21. I needed to put myself out there to succeed. I needed to put myself on video. I needed to start posting more on social media. I needed to put myself out there and be vulnerable in order to attract the type of people I wanted to work with and influence the type of people that I wanted to influence. From that point on, I needed to have a perspective shift and going into this community of girls who were doing exactly what I was doing and overcoming the same things. I realized that it's all about my mindset and how I'm viewing and perceiving the world. The reason why we're so consumed by all of this is because we live in a day and age where people can provide their opinions and cast their judgment and share what they think so openly and so publicly. 
think about when we were kids, like 9, 10, 11, we really only had like MSN Messenger or AIM, and there was no platform for everybody to be interconnected at the same time. Um, there was like dial up internet at that point. We would go outside and play and do things and have fun and have to call landlines in order to hang out with people. But now we are so connected and it's a blessing and it's a curse. And we're preventing ourselves from pursuing our purpose and putting ourselves out there and following dreams and doing what we want to do because of that fear of feedback and judgment and criticism. I heard a quote today that was like, if, if you don't want people's judgment, feedback, and criticisms, do nothing, be nothing, and say nothing. Because nobody's perfect, but everybody has an opinion, and there's no way of avoiding that. People are going to judge you if you play small, and people are going to judge you if you play big. But nobody who is doing what you want to do, who is at a certain level of success, who is further along than you is going to look down on you and judge you because they've been through what you're going through. Nobody who is further along in public speaking and fitness coaching and life coaching will look at my profile and cast judgment on one of my videos because they understand what it takes to put themselves out there. They understand the fears and the comfort zones that it takes to do the damn thing. Only people who are playing small are going to actually judge what you're doing. I truly believe that people are casting judgment and saying things about you because what you're doing actually makes them uncomfortable and triggers their own insecurities. What you're doing is actually something that they would never do because they don't have the balls or the confidence to do it themselves. So when you do get criticism, when you get judgment or feedback from people trying to pursue your purpose and put yourself out there, it's only because what you're doing is something that they wouldn't typically do. You going and following an entrepreneurial path or you moving to a new state and your parents even having something to say about it, saying you're making a mistake or you should be doing X, Y, and Z instead, it's because that's what they would do. That's how they think. That's outside of their comfort zone. And so it's making them uncomfortable. So really, it starts with that perspective shift, changing your own mind. Oftentimes, it's not even really about you when people judge and give your opinions and disagree with you. It's about them and their own insecurities and their confidence and what they want to do in life. It has nothing to do with you. So starting with that perspective shift will make you feel less vulnerable and afraid and fearful to put yourself out there and receive that feedback and that judgment. So that's where I started. It started with the aha moment, that perspective shift, and it's not to say that it was completely easy from then on out, but I allowed myself to be more me at that moment because people are going to judge and criticize and cast their opinions on you regardless. So you may as well have them provide that while you're walking in your purpose, while you're following your dreams. They're going to judge you if you play small. They're going to judge you if you play big. The second part to this is I started really questioning myself. Like, why do you care? What are the fears? Why Why do I feel this way? Why did this make me feel insecure? Why did this situation give me the bad energy that it gave me? Why was I defensive just then? 
where do all of these little feelings stem from? And this is going to bring out a level of awareness within yourself. You're really going to start learning about you. One of the best compliments that I got from someone a few months ago was like, you are so self-aware and that's why I'm so attracted to you because you think through your thoughts and your feelings and what you're doing and you just, you know you so well. And it's come with time, but because I know myself so well, I can figure out, you know, why I'm anxious or why I acted a certain way, where those insecurities stem from, um, what in my past caused my reaction, what my ego is saying and doing and what my ego is preventing me from pursuing. A lot of the times your ego actually gets in the way. And I think that's where we're limiting ourselves with confidence and putting ourselves out there and we're feeling super insecure and it's because we're living from a low level of awareness where our ego is way too involved. Like when someone gives constructive criticism or tells me I did something wrong and I'm constantly feeling like I'm letting them down or I'm not fulfilling their expectations and I get that like pit in my stomach and I just feel defeated. That's because my pride and my ego are too involved So I figured out myself. I spent time with myself. I spent time journaling. I will just like sit around in my house with like no music on, no podcast on, no audible. And I'll just be with myself. You are your own best friend. So really question yourself and get to know you so that you can become more aware in those moments of low levels of confidence and insecurities. And you can sort of see how you retreat or what situations you avoid or why you get nervous. And you can start to ask yourself, why does that happen? Something else that I did in process, and I'm always in process, I, it ebbs and flows. It's sort of like a wave. I'll be in a state of high confidence and high presence and low levels of ego. And I'll be able to put myself out there and not worry about what other people think. And then I'll go through a season where I am really insecure and I am working through other things and I am bringing up deep rooted past trauma or emotions, or I'm just working through another level and state and uncovering something so that I can up level myself even more. So Don't think that this is like a one and done. It's an actual process that over time you're going to go forward an inch and then maybe you'll feel like you go back three inches. But by going back three inches, you're going to be able to fly forward a mile and it's it's going to be back and forth, up and down. But you're always going to be up leveling and uncovering a new layer to yourself so that you can be even more you and put yourself out there. But it does take work. It's not just... And, oh, I'll do this like five-step system and then I'll be the most confident person ever who's always going to be sure and vulnerable and relate to everybody and anybody. Like, no, it's a constant work in progress and you have to always be doing personal development on this. So that's where I started brainwashing myself. I started brainwashing myself with personal development, audible books, positive affirmations, journaling, I was brainwashing myself into the positive. I was done living a negative lifestyle, worrying about whatever everybody thought. I wanted a new life for myself. So essentially, I brainwashed myself with all of the positive self-help 
podcasts, whatever I could get my hands on, I was listening to. I was plugging in and I was brainwashing myself of everything negative. I was just ready to turn a new leaf and become the person I was always meant to be, the person that was always inside me that was covered up by so much ego and society. And that's what I had to do. I had to just dive in and put my, literally it's your ego that tells you, you don't need self-help. You don't need personal development. You don't need to read the books. I read the books. I did the damn thing. And I put my pride away because for the longest time I was like, I don't need personal development. I don't need self-help. But that's what allowed me to get to where I am. The other thing I want to challenge you to do is try role reversing. What do you think of other people who are doing what you want to do? Say you have a friend that's running a fitness business or she's starting to become a yogi on Instagram or she's doing these live videos or she's business coaching. What do you think of her? What judgments are you casting? Are you jealous? Are you praising her? How are you feeling towards what she's doing? Because a lot of times it can be what you're feeling and thinking that's actually holding you back because you're making this shit up in your head that other people must be thinking the same damn things, but really it's you. So if you look at, pick anybody, who is the first person that comes to your mind when you think of like your dream job, your dream life? like doing the things that you should be doing to get there. There's got to be somebody that you follow that has, you know, less than 10,000 followers who's doing what you want to do. What emotion comes up when her live video clicks on Instagram? What emotion comes up when you scroll past her photo? What emotion comes up when you see her in person? Figure out why it is you're feeling that way towards her and untwining that, uncovering it, working through it is actually going to launch you into putting yourself out there and stop worrying about what other people think because really you're just worried about what you think. Now I want to ask you guys to consider, what if you don't? There's some reason why all of you guys voted that you wanted a podcast on confidence and stop caring what other people think and how to push past this in order to pursue your purpose because you have something that feels bigger than you that you're trying to accomplish or you're wanting to accomplish but what if you just never pursue that purpose what if you just never make those steps to accomplish it how are you going to feel how are you going to feel in 10 years 15 years? How are you going to feel when your grandmother talking to your grandkids about what you accomplished in this life? How are you going to feel if you just throw in the towel and continue working the nine to five that you hate? How are you going to feel if you just settle and work the nine to five that maybe you don't even hate your nine to five? Maybe you go to work every day, you work with great people, and it just is what it is. What if you just settled for that the rest of your life? How are you going to feel if you just don't pursue your purpose and your dreams and you don't accomplish anything? How are you going to feel if in 50 years you haven't traveled the world? You haven't gone on that backpacking trip you've been dreaming of. You haven't crossed off those things on your bucket list. How are you going to feel when you haven't gotten on stage or written that book or launched that clothing line? 
Put yourself in that situation to visualize how you are going to feel, what pit in your stomach is going to overcome you because you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. What if you don't? How are you going to feel today, tomorrow, day after day in the near present? How are you feeling every single day that you don't step foot into your purpose? You don't take the steps, the tiptoe. Maybe it's just like you're inching, maybe you're crawling. Maybe you're like a worm on the ground, like slowly moving towards your purpose. Like most of the time, that's how I feel, to be quite honest. I feel like I'm like a little inchworm on the ground and oftentimes I'll like face plant or like my head will get bit off and then it's like it'll grow back. Okay, rabbit trail. You guys know that like when a worm, when its head gets cut off, it like grows back. I feel like an inchworm most of the time. So, but like what if you don't? It's okay if you're crawling. It's okay if you're tiptoeing. It's okay if you face plant. You're going to face plant. You're going to fail. The lives are going to suck. The podcast is going to suck. You're maybe even going to make a fool of yourself sometimes, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there because the people who have accomplished what you want to accomplish, I hate to use the word success because it's relative. To me, Lori Harder is a success, but to Lori Harder, she has so much more she wants to accomplish. So I don't think that you'll ever really reach a level of success because every time you reach a new goal, you're going to be striving towards something else. So when I use the word success, it it is relative. But the people who have reached the level of success you want to reach have failed a million times. They've been told no a million times. They have tried a million different things and have worked their ass off and put themselves out there and got outside their comfort zone in order to get to where they are. You've heard a lot of stories with actors or famous authors or anybody who has reached the level of success that we're striving for. They have failed time and time again, and they all have their own testimony of resilience and putting themselves outside their comfort zone. So again, what if you don't? What if you just decide to throw in the towel? You know how many times I have thought, I'll never do it, but I do have the thought sometimes where I'm like, a nine to five sounds real freaking nice right now. Having health insurance sounds real freaking nice right now. Not being self-employed sounds real nice right now. Having someone just tell me what to do and then going home and like shutting work off sounds really nice right now. It's hard being an entrepreneur. It's hard choosing this lifestyle. It's hard to be sitting here on a Sunday night at nine o'clock at night working. It's hard to just always be on, to have my phone, my personal phone, also be my business phone, to have six different streams of income from affiliate marketing to multi-level marketing to get fit babe to social media marketing. It's hard to not have a salary position where I know how much money is coming in each week. It's hard. Sometimes I consider the alternative and it sounds real nice. But when I forward think to, well, what if I don't pursue this? It strikes me with freaking fear. If I don't hit this live button and share what I have to say, if I don't publish this podcast, I'm never going to get to where I want to get. And in 50 years from now, when I look back at 
the ambitious 26-year-old girl who wants to write a book someday, who wants to have her own fitness line, who wants to travel and speak and influence and do what I want to do. Me, 50 years from now, looking back on this girl, having not accomplished anything when I'm I don't know how old will I be in 50 years, almost 80. Like it literally strikes me with fear and puts a huge gut feeling in my stomach. Thinking that there's a possibility that I don't accomplish all these ambitions that I have. So every day I inch forward, I crawl, I face plant, I press the live button. I put myself out there because the alternative is living a stagnant, content life, not accomplishing anything I want to accomplish, and looking back 50 years from now with regret. I do it even when it's scary. When I first started these videos, it was so uncomfortable. You guys can probably go, I don't, I'm not really on YouTube, but you can probably go back into my YouTube and see like my first videos. I was awkward. I was uncomfortable. I would blink a lot. My very first video that I ever did for the multi-level marketing that I was in at the time I was sitting on my floor of my apartment. I was in my college town in a one-bedroom apartment with my dog, Zoe. I didn't have any furniture because I was selling everything to try and make rent. I was so broke, which is why like affiliate marketing, multi-level marketing like legitimately saved my life. <laughs> but I had my camera, like my phone balancing on a stack of books in a chair and I got on and was like, my voice was super high pitched and I was like trying really hard and I was super uncomfortable and I started like talking to my dog at one point during the video and it's something that I actually published on YouTube and like people watched. <laughs> but if I hadn't done it, if I hadn't put myself out there, if I hadn't just pressed that button, even when it was scary, I wouldn't be where I am today. So do it even when it's scary. There are going to be new experiences every day, every month, every year, every new level of your career or your life or the pursuit of your purpose and your dreams that's going to be scary. It's going to be scary when I get on stage in front of hundreds of people and have a microphone in my hand. I'm not ready for that yet, but it's coming and it's going to be scary because I hate public speaking. But that's at the time going to be that next level for me to overcome. And I'm going to do it because it's going to put me out of my comfort zone. And I'm going to be scared shitless and I'm going to be shaking and I'm going to be nervous. And my mouth is going to be dry, but I'm going to do it. Because I know that's what I need to get to that next level to pursue my purpose. So do it even when it's scary. It's always going to be scary. You're always going to be doing things that are scary. It's not scary for me anymore to press the live button on Instagram. It's not scary for me anymore to publish a podcast or a video. But the first few times I was doing it, it was scary. Because I did it and then I moved on to the next scary thing, it becomes a little less scary. You stop taking yourself so seriously because you're able to accomplish all of these things that you were once scared of. So do it even when it's scary because that's what's going to level you up and help you achieve and reach those different things that you can foresee yourself doing in the future. I would never be able to talk on stage if I was unable to press play on a podcast. It's just that next staircase up to the bigger and better thing. And then lastly, don't go at it alone. This whole time, I have had a community. The community has changed over time. As I've evolved, the community has 
evolved as I've become more self-aware, more confident, as I've reached newfound levels of success, my community changes. Each new season that I'm in, my community will shift. So the tribe that you have now may not be the tribe that you need to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Who you surround yourself with is what's going to either hold you back or move you forward. It is going to encompass your world is going to help you level up. Um, when I first started multi-level marketing and started this journey of shifting my perspective and becoming more confident and not caring what other people think, I was in a community of people who were also in multi-level marketing who were doing what I wanted to do. They had the courage to put themselves out there. They were super supportive of me. And it was like my own little tribe. We would go travel together. We went to Punta Cana and LA and um, Nashville and New Orleans. We would travel all over together and we were really great virtual friends. And I would have like the WhatsApp or the walkie talkie app where we would talk to each other all the time. It was just like a support system, a community, a tribe. As I moved forward, I sort of started creating my own tribes as I went along. We have a mastermind group that meets every Thursday. It's a support group. It's kind of turned into like a therapy group where we all just come and say, you know, this is what I'm going through in my business and in my personal life. This is the questions that I have, the support that I may need. This is what's going on. I've always had a community with me and you can't be afraid to leave people behind who aren't trying to pursue or grow or become better like you're trying to become because ultimately those people will end up holding you back. But what you do by moving forward and finding a tribe that is more your vibe and going to pull you forward, you're going to actually show the people that you're leaving behind that there is more, that they are capable of more by being the leader and showing them. They're going to be watching you. People are watching. So don't go it alone. Find your tribe that's actually going to move you forward. Don't be afraid of leaving people behind for holding you back and put yourself out there. So I hope this was helpful for some of you guys. Again, it's a process. There's never an end to the growth, the personal development, but it's about becoming aware and stop being so stuck in your head. So start brainwashing yourself with those positive affirmations, the personal development books, and then surround yourself with people who are actually going to lift you lift you up and believe in what you're doing and want to support you. Because oftentimes, if we go it alone, or we're surrounded by the naysayers, then we're going to start believing the lies the naysayers have to say. So put yourself around the right people, get in the right groups, be in the right rooms, and freaking go for it. And if you need somebody to support you, to light a fire under you, to watch you and give you a shout out on your comments or be on every live with the hearts, I'm here for it. So DM me, email me, share with me what you've been struggling with and let me tell you why your mean girl is bullshitting you. She wants to hold you back. She wants you to play small. So get over her, leave her behind, start brainwashing her out of your mind and do the damn thing. Do the hard things because I don't want you to look back and wish that you had. I don't want you to look back and regret that you hadn't. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. 2020 is going to be your year. 
to stop holding yourself back. Sometimes you're the only thing in your way and it's time to get out of your own damn way. This podcast is sponsored by Get Fit Babe and the 2020 Cleanse. If you're all interested, I know that you have heard a ton of information about gut health, about hormonal issues, about thyroid issues, about the pesticides and everything, the toxicity and the chemicals that we're living with in our daily life. I have been talking about it nonstop, but if it's of any interest to you, reach out to me. There are several package options. I haven't gone over all of the package options because I don't want to overwhelm and confuse anybody, but we have everything from a 10-day cleanse, a 40-day cleanse. We have just the Get Fit Babe guide. We have my one-on-one mentorship. I'm here for you. I want to help you. I want to support you. I want to help you have the most badass 2020 ever, both in your career and personal life and in your health. We can accomplish so much more if we're feeling energized, if we're feeling our best, if we're just living at a high frequency. And that starts with the food we're eating, what we're doing to our body, the exercise, the nutrition, and getting out all the toxicity in our body. I'm here for it. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm an email or an Insta DM away. (laughs) 